Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Uh, today's episode is all about connecting to source consciousness. And I'm sorry about the audio in this one. My microphone wasn't working for this one, but I've got it fixed now. Anyway, you'll get used to it as we go along. It won't bother you, I don't think, at all. This is a really interesting episode because as you raise your vibration, you connect to source consciousness. And the first thing that happens is that you notice that everyone else is still living in fear. You can see that very easily. You rise to this level where you're receiving a lot more inspiration, and that inspiration is starting to come straight from source consciousness itself. And when you act on that inspiration, you move exponentially further along on your journey of self-discovery. When that happens, you'll notice intuitive abilities come online. And a lot of people are remembering past lives or feeling things that they felt in other lives or becoming more empathetic, uh, even channeling. A lot of people are starting to channel as well. It's a natural ability. All these things are natural abilities, and they come online only when you raise your vibration. So this is happening to a lot of people in the Ascension Experience and in the boot camp. Uh, we have a new Ascension Experience course starting. The alignment course starts on June 6th. Uh, you can check that out at theteachingsofjoshua.com. Click on the Ascension Experience. That's the first course, and you probably should take that course first. Um, it has the manifestation event form in there. There's uh, four calls every week. It's a four-week course. But, of course, there's a whole bunch of other different courses you can take, and you can look at the different ones and see what is interesting to you. Uh, I would say start with the alignment course first because you really have to get this fundamental understanding of what alignment is first. This is the foundation for everything. And then you can go along and pick and choose other courses as you like. So take a look at that. Also, if you'd like to talk to me about any of the courses, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and we'll set up a Zoom call and I'll tell you all about them. Also, there is a new audio book. It's A Perception of Reality, narrated by Jackie Seiden, and it's amazing. So that's also on the website. Just click on books and you'll see that there. And uh, that book is uh, works just like Audible, so you can fast forward and rewind and all that stuff. And again, uh, please remember to share this podcast with your friends, uh, like and subscribe to it, share it on Facebook, leave a review if you can, that's great. And whatever you can do to share this podcast, we really appreciate it. So without for any further ado, let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Are you connected to source consciousness right now? If you were to close your eyes, as long as you're not driving, and think about a beam of light that's coming from above into the top of your skull, coming down through your body. Maybe you're feeling goosebumps. Maybe you're feeling some energy. Maybe you can see the light. Maybe you can imagine yourself in your body floating in space and surrounded by all your guides and supporters, your inner self, source itself bathed in this white light understanding that you're always connected to this consciousness of the universe, source consciousness, the consciousness that created all the planets and galaxies and world, the white light beaming down through you, enveloping you, covering you in every fiber of your being, every cell in your body is composed of this intelligence, of this consciousness of source. Every creation that's ever been created stems from this consciousness of source. Every creation that you've ever experienced, that anything you've ever created was also a creation based in source, a fruition of source. And you are the vessel by which that was created. You received the inspiration, you took the action, you took the steps, you had the experiences and the creation was born through you. 
as you move through your life, you have access to this source energy. And sometimes you're connected to it when you're feeling good, when you're having fun, when you're with your friends, when words are just flowing effortlessly and easily through you. That is source consciousness flowing through you. And when you are in despair or having a manifestation event or feeling fear of some kind, thinking about the past and regret and resentment, thinking about the future and anxiety and worry, you're not connected to that source consciousness as fully as you could be. You are distracted. You're connected to another form of consciousness and the consciousness of fear. This consciousness is all the thoughts that humans have ever thought before, and you have access to those fear-based thoughts and urges to control conditions. It's an option that you always have to be grounded in the source consciousness through your perception of reality, your perspective, how you're feeling, how you're thinking about yourself, or to choose another form of consciousness, another form of consciousness that doesn't feel as good, that's not fun, that's not enjoyable, that's not easy, that's effort and struggle, that's despair and dissatisfaction, discontentment, and even suffering. So the choice is yours. And it's all based in how you're perceiving yourself in any moment. Now that you're doing this work, and many of you are on the Ascension Experience or the boot camp or both, you are coming to realize that how you feel about yourself is the vibration you're offering, and that vibration determines the experiences that you'll be having. If you are seeing yourself in the highest perspective possible, then all the experiences of love and joy and satisfaction and contentment and calmness are flowing to you easily and effortlessly. This would be a state of neutrality, the state where you don't care about what other people think is bad or wrong. You make your own decisions about that. You don't care about your own desires or preferences or attachments to the outcomes or ideals. You let that fade away. And you come to a state of neutrality and you become completely linked to source consciousness. And in this aligned state of being, you receive inspiration and ideas and fun thoughts and interesting things to think about and interesting things to do. And you are moving with source as an open channel or an open vessel by which source can create through you. And can you imagine the incredible creations that could be had as you connect fully to the source consciousness, this consciousness of love? This consciousness of love is the consciousness of creation, is the consciousness of intelligence, is the consciousness of true desires aligned with who you truly are, is the consciousness of expansion. And everything you truly want is to be found in this state of being, in this neutral state of being. Nothing you think you want can be had by dropping into the consciousness of fear and acting on urges to control conditions and wishing things would go your way and hoping for things to go your way. That's the consciousness of the victim and not the creator. The creator accesses source consciousness consciously, intentionally, deliberately to create that which could not be created otherwise. You must understand that you always have a limited perspective because you will never see yourself fully in a physical body, in a physical life. You will always have these limiting beliefs about yourself and these limiting ideas about how reality works. And they'll always be with you because once you've attracted these things, they stay with you. However, they have no power over you unless you let them. They have no power to control how you feel or what you do or how you interact with others or how much kindness you're offering to others and how much love you're expressing to your reality. They have no power over you. It might seem like they do, but it's just because you're not practiced enough 
And if you're on this call now or listening at a later date, you can know for sure that the asset conditions cannot make you feel anything. You have absolute control over how you feel. Now, you might be triggered by a limiting belief and you might automatically go into fear mode and that's perfectly acceptable, but how quickly do you come out of it? And that all depends on how much access do you have to the source consciousness flowing through you? Are you allowing it to flow through you or are you being consumed by problems and issues and worries and doubts and fears that are not true and have never been true? They just appear true because you have not practiced your alignment with source consciousness. Now, if you were to spend a little time connecting every day to source consciousness, and those of you who are meditating every day are doing just that, you are tuning into the high vibration of the intelligence of the universe and the love of source consciousness flowing through you. You are letting go of outside distractions. You're letting go of the illusion of things happening outside of you. You're letting go of your fear and doubts and your worries. And for a moment in time each day as you spend 10 or 15 or 20 minutes with your eyes closed, just noticing your thoughts. Maybe you have a guided meditation. Maybe you're listening to the air conditioner. It does not matter. You are just allowing the thoughts to come and go, come and go, come and go without any judgment on them. You are attaining a neutral state in that time of meditation. But you can do this anytime, anytime. And if you would think about it more often, am I connected to source consciousness right now in this moment? Or am I more connected to fear consciousness? And why would I be connected to fear consciousness if everything in that consciousness is an illusion and the only truth is ever coming from source consciousness? That light that's bathing you right now as your eyes are closed, as you're feeling the energy of source coming through you, as you're feeling the wave of energy, the goosebumps, the tingling in your body, the knowing that you are connected to all that is, is inherent in your nature. Because you come to physical reality, you forget who you truly are, but within your vibration that you're offering is the truth of who you are. That truth is coming forward. And as you're processing your limiting beliefs and you're doing your work and you're meditating and you're practicing looking at the things you thought was bad and wrong from a new perspective, you're doing the work to let that version of you that exists in the non-physical come to you, come through you in physical reality. And when that comes through you, you will see amazing experiences. You will see brand new people. You will see new opportunities, new inspiration, new challenges, new manifestation events, new levels of emotional sensitivity, new abilities, new connections to people in your life, improved relationships. All this love flowing through you easily and effortlessly, you'll develop a higher sense of personal freedom and abundance. Now, this abundance and freedom is not so that you can live this life that's held in high regard in Western society. You're not here to show off. You're not here to have a house on the beach or a yacht unless that is serving your journey of self-discovery. You're here to express your love and to be an example of one who is living a new approach to life, an approach where they are connected to source energy, receiving inspiration, intuition, direct communication, flowing the creative intelligence of that source energy through them to do things and be in a way that humans have never really seen before. To be this example of alignment, to be this example of one who is 
living an approach to life that is radically different from everyone else, to be an example of what it would be like to live as the creator, as the authentic self, as the one who exists in the non-physical living in the physical reality. You see, humans don't have examples of that. They may have examples of celebrities who seem to be living this good life, but they don't have examples of people who are living in calm and ease and having faith in the system, understanding that everything is working out for them, that everything is always working out for them. Sure, they have limiting beliefs, but they understand that those limiting beliefs are simply limiting and they're able to process them. Sure, they're gonna have manifestation events, but they understand the manifestation events are simply pointing out limiting beliefs and they have the tools to process them. Sure, they'll have friends and relatives and loved ones who are going through tough times, but they're not gonna be caught off track. They're not gonna be taken out of that alignment anymore. They're not gonna dive back down into fear consciousness. They are holding themselves above the fear consciousness where they have incredible senses of clarity. They understand what's going on. They're not letting what's happening outside of them dictate how they feel. They're choosing how they feel. And when they're choosing neutrality, when they're letting go of all their preferences and desires and outcomes and ideals, they come to this neutral state. No matter what's happening around them, the state of calm, the state of clarity, the state of ease and joy, the state of knowing, and they receive intelligence, they receive ideas, they receive the exact perfect words to say. They see the solution to problems because they don't see the problems as problems. And so this creative energy that's not available to anyone else because they're living in fear is available to each and every one of you. And if you take a little time every day to connect to source consciousness, that intelligence will flow through you as well. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Hey, Joshua, I have a question. Crystal. So my question is about the awakening process and remembering. Through your teachings, we learned that all the past lives we've lived, we were moving from fear to more love. And we've chosen to come here in this time to awaken. So that to me means that in no previous lifetime have I reached the point of awakening. So my question is, um, I've been having these experiences recently where I'm remembering who I am and I'm remembering where I came from, but I'm having very clear memories of having been through this process before more than once. Can you explain that to me, please? This will be possibly a little bit difficult for you to understand because you believe that you live in a linear fashion from beginning to end. Because you have the constructs of time and you have the constructs of space and you can remember this life and you think that that happened before and you can imagine a future and you think that will happen after, but everything's happening at the same time because there is no time. So what you're doing in this life is affecting all other lives. And what you've done in other lives is affecting this life. And what you've done in future lives is affecting this life. And you're affecting those lives as well. It is like the sun. And the sun is at the center of it all. And from the center of that sun, there are tiny little beams of light shooting out to all corners of the universe. And every one of those beams of light is unique in itself. But it's all stemming from the source. It all has the same energy. It all has the same beginning and the same end. Yet 
the experience of a single beam of light is unique because it's on its trajectory, its unique trajectory. That beam of light doesn't really have a beginning and end. It is a energetic field of intelligence, of experience, of journey, of expansion. And so if you thought about the sun just turning on and all the beams of light are leaving the sun and heading off into the expanse of the universe. But now the sun has always been on. It's never been off. And so each beam of light is not a new beam of light. It's a light that's always existed. The entirety of that light from the center of the sun to wherever it is in the universe is that point. And every part of that journey or that point of light, you could call a life, but it's all one beam. The only way you could see if this beam is over here and this one's over here, or this point of that beam is here and that one's over here is in relation to something else. So where you are in this life in 2022 is the life of Crystal who is born so many years ago and will transition back to the physical so many years from now. And you say, I'm just living in this one day of my entire life. But this one day in this present moment is the whole life. It's the culmination of every experience you've had before. And it's the vibration that you're offering now. And it will lead to other experiences. But when you get to those points or those moments in time, it'll still be the present moment. The relation that you have by saying, well, when I was five years old, I was three feet tall or two feet tall or whatever it was. And now I'm this tall and I'm this old. I've been around this long. It's just your way of keeping score. It's not really true. It's just a perspective that you have. What's really happening is it's all happening at the same time. Without the context of this way you have of counting linear dates and perceiving that everything's flowing from one to another, it's always been the present moment. You say that this moment is going to be something separate and different than the next moment, but you can't find where the first moment ends and the next moment starts. It blends in together because all it is is a continual experience of it all. Now, without that aspect of time, you would not say that this was a previous life and that was a later life, or that you achieved something in this life that you didn't achieve in that life, you would say, no, this is part of that continuum of life. This is part of it all. It is no different from the first life to the last life. It's just the entirety of that experience of, let's say, a thousand lives. The entirety of that experience. Now, for the non-physical, you see this obvious. And this is why in the non-physical, there is no way to expand because you have all the information. You come into the life to expand. Are you doing this linearly? Are you actually part of this from the non-physical sense of it all? Are you observing it? Are you experiencing it? Are you, are you living it? Well, you as, you as crystals are living this life, this one life. This one life is necessary to have as a perspective, as a expansive, experience throughout the whole life to understand 
all of it, the entirety of it. The sun can't understand what it is without all the beams of light going out into the universe and existing in that state always connected, which you could say is source. In terms of making it a little bit easier to understand, we say things like your inner self, like source, like your guides and supporters, like all the loved ones you know of who have transitioned to the non-physical. This community. And you say, well, my inner self is me, but my guides are other entities that are supporting me on my journey. And of course, maybe there are teachers like Joshua coming through and, and you, from your human perspective, imagine that's all separate. And then you say, well, and then there's source. And you imagine from your human perspective that that's separate. But all of it is you. Now, how do you feel that? How can you possibly feel that in this reality? Because this reality is set up and designed so that you feel individual, so that you can have a relationship to every other thing and person and aspect of your reality. But that entire reality is you. It's you from where you are now in this moment, that lamp behind you is you, the walls are you, your son is you, your father is you, your community is you, this community is you. Your relationship makes it meaningful. How you perceive yourself within all these things is you. So humans come in and they perceive themselves to be separate from every single thing in their reality. That is the beginning of the journey, separation. That is the illusion, separation. The truth is, it's all connected. It's all one. It's all one thing happening at one time, all at the same time. You don't believe you have enough mental capacity to understand that. So you come in and you forget. And so you just go on this day-by-day-by-day -day -day journey, having whatever experiences you're having and expanding in this process. When you return to the non-physical, you'll get the benefit of all the desires that you birthed in this lifetime. And then you'll look back on all your things you thought were problems and issues and regrets and resentments and anxieties. And you'll say, that was nothing. That wasn't even real. It was all an illusion. But the illusion was necessary for you to birth all these desires and expand along your journey. If you knew everything was happening all at the same time, you would not have an expansive journey. But every one of your lives was part of this journey as it unfolds. Now, let's imagine you lived a hundred years ago, and you were raised in an environment where there was a much more commanding element of religion, and you were indoctrinated into this religion, but you were still crystal, or you were still this non-physical crystal in this lifetime, also on a journey of self-discovery, also with the intention to discover who you are, but with the added constraints of that religious, religious doctrine, the pressure of society to be in a religious organization and to follow others as they told you how to behave in that community. But still thinking, no, this isn't true. I'm not separate from God. This doesn't make any sense. And so you did things and you acted on inspiration and you rebelled possibly and you had this experience of what it was like to awaken in that environment. And then you return to the non-physical and you awoken. You woke up. You awakened. You remembered who you are. You always had the feeling in that life of who you were. 
But the illusion was so rigid and strong and intense that you couldn't bring yourself to see the truth. 200 years before that, even more rigid, even less emotionally sensitive, but you still knew the truth then. Go back a thousand years, the vibration's even lower, the, the illusion's even stronger, the fear's more prevalent, but you still took actions and you still had experiences and you still had an inner knowing that you were source and that you were one with all of the this, but you couldn't reconcile it. Now you come into 2022, you have more freedom. You have the freedom to think any way you want to think. No one's telling you well, how you have to think. You don't have to worry about other people as much. You don't have to need to share with them or you can share with them and it doesn't matter to you as much. You're not going to be exiled or burned at the stake. So you have the freedom to practice and to explore and you have technology to share information that was not available back then. But all of these lives led to the technology exists now, led to us coming through, led to other teachers teaching non-physical ideas from the non-physical perspective. In this life, you have the greatest opportunity to actually discover who you are. You have access to all kinds of tools and all kinds of natural elements on earth. And as we go forward, you will become an example because you've never really had an example except for some vague historical figures of anyone who's awakened and anyone who's lived a new approach to life. So the intention is even stronger now, but the intention was always in that vibration at every incarnation and was always leading to this. Now, because you've, you're an old soul and you've done this many times before, you're being aware of it in physical reality more so than you were in the non-physical. Non-physical, it might have been just a subconscious thing. As you perceive it now, you're awakening that aspect of you that was maybe held more guarded, unsure about what to talk about, or you only had one or two confidants in those lives that you could discuss this with. But even in this life, for many of you, you don't discuss this with your spouse or your parents or, or people at work, you think they'll think you're crazy. You'll think they think you're nuts. But there are those confidants that you have that you have fun interacting with. You get together at events, you get together on Zoom calls, you have podcasts, you have conversations. And this creates a spur of movement forward. This energy moving you forward to a belief system or a mental construct that allows for the possibility there might be another approach to life, allows for the possibility that there's more going on in physical reality, allows for the possibility that non-physical teachers can come through people like Gary and share this information, opening up that belief system, opening up the belief system, allows for the possibility that you might receive inspiration that differs from what normal society would say is acceptable, and you act on that inspiration. You might alter your behavior. You might alter the way that you interact with your loved ones. You might alter old behaviors that you were rooted in in past lives. And as you alter that programming in this life, you alter those lines as well. Because you are vibrationally connected 
to every life you'll ever have and every incarnation of you in every possible way. But it's all one life. Imagine that you lived a day as Crystal, and as soon as you went to sleep, you forgot the day before. So you woke up with new opportunities to explore who Crystal is. You thought it was a whole new life this day. And then you then you went to sleep and you forgot who Crystal was the day before. You started over and over and over again. From the higher perspective, if you had your memory back, you wouldn't say that it was a different life every day. You say that was an entire life. Just because you forgot that last the day before doesn't mean that it was a different life. But because it's not linear like that, the baby version of you, you could even see that now, was more connected to source than you are now. It didn't need to get a job. It didn't need to feed itself. It was taken care of, just like the earliest incarnation of you. And the last incarnation of you isn't going to be any better than this present incarnation. It might have more awareness, more understanding in a physical form, but your life now sets up that life. So you're impacting that life. So all the lives before you were all perfectly created for the experiences that they would have and had everything they needed. And actually like a baby was more connected to source consciousness. But from your perspective now, it seems like maybe it wasn't. So you live this life mostly in fear because that was the illusion at the time. The illusion that has lightened up for those of you who are awakening. You're seeing through what is called bad and wrong. It's lightening up. It's making it easier. More technology, more ways to communicate, more freedom, more abundance. You're not scurrying around your entire day searching for food. You have time. You can think. You can you can read, you can watch videos, you can listen to podcasts, you can expand your mind. And as you find information that resonates, you're now going on a new trajectory. So all those lives that did not have the technology or the information or the ways of communication that you have now, or the abundance and freedom that you have now, led up to this life now. Now that you're at this life, you can literally be, have, and do anything. And the first part of your life was the old approach, victimhood, dissatisfaction, suffering, confusion. But that led you on a trajectory where you ended up right here, playing around with this information, trying it on for size, seeing what works, what doesn't work, opening up your mental construct, seeing yourself from a higher perspective, and radically elevating your vibration. Now, what comes back to you is new experiences, new people, new thoughts, new ideas, new inspiration, and remembering what happened in the past. Because it wouldn't have helped you before, you see? Because your, how you thought about it in the before was inaccurate. That's why it, you don't have memory of past lives or memory of the non-physical. You will see going forward that more and more people are getting glimpses into the non-physical through near-death experiences, and through remembering. It's starting with the children first. Many children can remember their past lives until they get to six or seven years old. Many people are having psychedelic experiences 
where they remember past lives or see glimpses of the non-physical. And they're sharing these experiences. So they become examples of experiences that are not available to everyone. As you allow your vibration to raise through altering your mental construct, you'll have access to all kinds of things. Past life memory, glimpses into the non-physical, telepathy with other people that you love, intuition, inspiration, direct communication, channeling, all these normal, what we would call normal, foundational abilities of human beings are just coming online now. They've always been there, but were repressed. Now that you're opening up and reaching a new vibrational level, they're coming online. So all sorts of things are happening. All sorts of things are happening. It seems like there's strange things, but it's strange from our perspective that they're not happening. Why would you want to suppress all these amazing talents and attributes and insights? Why would you ever want to suppress that? Because of fear. Well, once you move out of fear, they just come back, back to life. Just like they're being unfrozen. You're taking your metal construct out of the freezer and you're thawing it out. And once you thaw it out, all these abilities are there to be had. And this is why you're starting to get glimpses of other experiences where you had the same innate attributes of crystal and your questions in those other lives, because all of those lives are to answer one question. Excellent. Who's next? Joshua, can I ask a question? Jojo. It's Jojo, hi. Um, a lot of questions I've been holding back, but um, since you were on this topic, which is a great lead up, I heard um, someone else channeling not that long ago about past life regression, which I'm trained in, um, past life regression therapy. And the comment from the person that came through channeling stated that not to be careful, it wasn't a matter of be, being afraid of it. It wasn't a matter of not doing it, but it was simply a comment about how when you open up that door to past lives, that it now can become part of who you are in this incarnation or this experience, if I'm saying it right, I guess then my question is how then as a practitioner, and the other comment was before you do something like that, the person should really be meditated in a quiet state for about three days before they experience that. So my question is how would I then as a practitioner assist this person with integrating what comes through from that experience into their current incarnation. You cannot create another person's reality, but you can and do influence them. No one has to adopt a limiting belief, but they do because they're influenced to adopt these limiting beliefs. But all the limiting beliefs that they've adopted were beneficial for their journey. Nothing wrong or bad could ever happen. Whatever does happen, whatever information is gleaned, and however someone perceives a past life or any event, whether that's event in their life now or, or a snippet of a past life, they're going to take it from the perspective that they're at. So if they perceive themselves as a victim and someone cuts them off in traffic, they're gonna interpret that event as a personal attack on them. They're gonna feel fear and receive an urge to honk their horn. That honking of the horn does not align with who they truly are. So they're acting in opposition to who they truly are 
based on an event that happened that triggered a limiting belief. If they didn't have the limiting belief and someone cut them off, they wouldn't even notice they were being cut off. They wouldn't have any feeling about it. Fear would not pop up. They wouldn't assume that they were in danger at all. But because humans are existing with this perception of themselves as victims, meaning the outside conditions can make them feel something, they will interpret it from the framework of their current perception of reality. You can help them by showing them the higher perspective, showing them how this was a beneficial life or a beneficial experience or a beneficial message, whatever it is, showing them the true message that's in this. If they love the experience and they were empowered by it and they felt satisfaction in the experience, then they can integrate that and they're perceiving that experience from a higher perspective aligned with who they truly are. But if they think something's wrong with the experience, they're perceiving it from a limited perspective based in victimhood and duality. You as a practitioner and all of you with all the people in your life, no matter what you're doing, can do the same thing. When people experiencing something that they don't think they want and think is bad or wrong, you offer the higher perspective. Now, as an expert practitioner in this, your expertise is in looking at everything from the higher perspective and guiding them through the experience so that they get the truth. The truth is always in the higher perspective. It's never in the limited perspective. So if they had some experience that they thought it was wrong and bad, Gary's mother had a past life regression where she drowned as a child under a dock. And from that, her natural fear of water elevated. She said, oh, this is the reason I'm afraid of the water. This is the reason I don't like going on boats. And it made it worse. It compounded. Now, there's a reason that there was not necessary to remember that in her past life. Not to remember a past life. There's a reason that, that most humans are not ready to remember past lives because most humans are looking at their life from the perspective of the victim. Gary's mother was in fear looking at her life from the perspective of the victim and used this experience to validate her fear of water. Now, why would a human be in fear of water? Because there's limiting beliefs attached to that. Were the limiting beliefs in Gary's mother's case from some experience in that life or in a past life that was brought through to resolve? She had resolved it. She went on boats, she went on a sailboat, she went swimming in the water, she had resolved it to a great degree. There was anxiety around it. And then this brought up more anxiety. Imagine looking at a snippet of a life before from the perspective of the victim who is not perceiving the truth in anything. They just see good, bad. So if the snippet's good, they'll see it as good. Fine, it's empowering, great. If the snippet from their perspective is bad, they're gonna use that as an excuse to integrate something negative about this entire timeline of lives and where they are on their journey. That shouldn't have happened. I was just a little kid drowning under a dock. That was a bad thing. Where were my parents? How come no one was paying attention to me? This is the reason I don't feel love in this life. This is blah, 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 blah. Looking at it from the perspective of the victim. All you have to do is say, that experience was the perfect experience for that aspect of your timeline so that you could be ready to live this life. 
that life led to the life you're living now. It was part of this trajectory. It had to be that. It was just an experience. It didn't matter. When you return to the non-physical, you would gain all the benefits of that entire life. From your perspective, you say six years is a short life, but it's an entire life from the perspective of the one living the life and from the non-physical perspective. There's great benefit in that life. You can't see it from this limited perspective, but from the non-physical, you will know exactly how that led to the life you're living now. That had to happen that way for you to be here now. You're here now that proves that that life was perfect for that incarnation of you back then. And everything happens perfectly, not just in the timeline of lives, but in this life itself. Every experience you've had in this life, which you thought was bad or wrong, was actually a manifestation event pointing out a limiting belief so that you could change your mental construct that would one day allow you to get to this level of thinking, to where you are now, to open you up to possibilities that there is far more going on in this physical reality and there's far more to you than you can possibly imagine. You are awakening now to this possibility that there's not just one life. You now know that there are other lives. And those other lives were meaningful and necessary so that you could live this life so that you could understand that you're never going to die. Because look, that little boy died at six years old, but here you are now living this life. And when you transfer the non-physical, you might want to pop into another life and it'll go and go and go to discover who you are. That's why you're remembering, or that's why you had the inspiration to look back on a past life. So all these experiences, when they're guided by someone who understands the process and sees themselves as the creator of the reality, is here to hold the hand of those who are on their way from fear to love. Thank you. Who's next? Can I go? Yes. You're talking about past life, but I had an experience like 20 years ago where I felt after meditating, I thought of a friend and she was going to an experience of a, a separation. I felt her suffering. I felt like when I was thinking of her, like I was in her body. I was myself, but I was her at the same time. I was going to all her feelings and I felt so grateful for what she was going to because the the message I had inside of myself was, she's living my life. She's going to my experience. And because I cannot have all those experience, I have other people that are having them for me. So it was like so weird because I felt like I was in her body and she was in mine. It was no separation. And I just had the feeling of, going to see her and like give her a big hug and thank her for what she was going to because she was going to my experience and then I thought of another friend and the same thing happened I felt like what she was going through and again I felt like she was in my body I could feel her and it was so strange and it wasn't past life so I'm hearing what you're explaining and i all those here, I was wondering, like, what, what was that experience? What was I going through? That was simply your empathic ability. You were tuned to the vibration of someone else. 
and you could empathically feel them. Totally natural. In the future, this will be common. You have a elevated ability in that area, superpower, that's come online because you're ready for it. Now, imagine someone who wasn't ready for it, who had these, this empathy. They were empathic. They would sense the energy of people without understanding who they are, without understanding how the whole system works. If you understood who you are, that you are an extension of source, that you are not separated from source, you couldn't possibly separate yourself from source, that you are source personified in this life as Susie, as the creator of your reality, the source of your reality, and that everyone else and everything else is you in that reality, not disconnected from you, you would understand that it would be natural to communicate with them, to experience what they're experiencing, to feel what they're feeling, to go through it with them. But if you were perceiving yourself as a victim, separated from everything, and you had this ability, you would be shocked at the feelings of other people. Because most other people are living the lives in fear and feeling anxiety and depression and sadness and up and down roller coaster emotions affected by conditions outside of them. And if you're living that old approach to life as well, but have this empathic ability, you're going to be feeling all this lower emotional or lower intensity, lower vibrational feelings that everyone else is feeling. You're going to be trapped in their body. So what you would want to do is disconnect even more from them because their energy is too much or it's too low vibrational or whatever, too dark. But that's not true. They're having these experiences for you because they are you. They are source as well. They are unique. And all humans, all life, all consciousness is having a unique experience. And you can tap into any consciousness you want. You could tap into the tree. You could tap into the wind. You could tap into the fire. You can tap into the water. You could tap into the mountains. You could tap into the earth itself. You could tap into the universe. You can tap into any consciousness you want. Why wouldn't you? It's natural ability. Only thing that's not allowing you to do it is a belief system about it and a fear of it. The fear keeps you limited. It keeps you in a lower vibrational state. It keeps you feeling disconnected. And as you do the work and meditate and understand who you are and raise your vibration, you have access to all these natural, non-physical abilities. But just like everyone else, you might be able to see better than someone else. Your eyesight, your sense of sight is heightened compared to someone else. Your sense of sight is unique compared to everyone else. There's a range of possible qualities of sight, and you're somewhere on that range. The same with empathic abilities. So in this empathic ability to feel what other people are feeling, you have a higher natural sense of it because you intended to bring that with you in, your, in this lifetime because it would allow you to awaken to the fact that there is something else going on here. Christy is awakening her telepathic ability. She can bring in non-physical entities, relatives, energy, consciousness through her whenever she thinks about someone. She can sit in front of someone and 
bring in the answers for that person or the energy for that person. You're going to see more and more and more of this. This is going to be happening all over. And with YouTube and podcasts and all these different technologies, you're going to be seeing it more and more and more. You're going to see stories of children who remember past lives. You're going to see stories of mediums who are able to tap into non-physical consciousness. You're going to be hearing stories of people who are able to telepathically communicate to one another. You're going to be witnessing these examples. But the last example to come is the example of alignment. The example of one who is living in a new approach to life. Those examples will be you. Whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, you are here to become that example. So every ability that you have is leading up to this ultimate ability to live in alignment with who you truly are, your authentic self, the version of you that exists in the non-physical, the powerful, magnificent, eternal, limitless being of pure positive love living in a physical reality like that. That's going to be something that will become a beacon for others to follow. But have you talked about this sensation with all your friends and all your relatives? Or have you kept it silent? With a few friends. You don't go bragging about it. You don't make a YouTube video of it. You don't go talking about it because you think it's unusual. What's unusual is that not everyone's doing it. That's unusual because it's natural. If you were the only one walking around with your eyelids open, seeing what you were seeing, and everyone else was putting on blindfolds, you might be shy about telling everyone what you're seeing. But what you're seeing is amazing. It's beautiful. Colors and sights and action and motion. And everyone else has blindfolds on. They're not seeing anything. You're opening up senses that were always meant to be part of you senses that were more open to other cultures and other societies and other times. You have been all programmed to believe that this is not true and that anyone who says it is just trying to fool you. Now you're all understanding that this is natural. You might be surprised when it happens. You might be surprised at the first time. You might doubt yourself as Gary did when we first came. But over time with practice, you'll get comfortable with it and you'll be able to develop it and dive into it and lean into it. And as you connected to source consciousness earlier, when you think about connecting to source consciousness, when you make that your primary intention, when you let go of your fears and doubts and worries and anxieties and worry about what people think and your preferences and your attachment to outcomes and how you think it will make you look in the eyes of others, you become neutral, you have full access to it as much as you want. But of course, if you doubt yourself, if you think it's strange, you're in fear consciousness and you don't have access to it. The access comes when you get out of that vibration of fear and you raise your vibration. If you look at the lines on your blind right behind you over your left shoulder, see each line as a vibrational level. Most humans are at the lower parts, the lower two, three blinds in there. As you move up one blind, you move up exponentially. You raise your vibration exponentially. One more blind, it's exponentially raised. 
And as you go higher and higher and higher, all the natural abilities that were always yours to have come online. Sure, there'll be re residual limiting beliefs, residual doubts, re residual fears. But if you behave in a new way, by talking about what you're interested in and what's happening in your life and how you're thinking differently now, and you're thinking clearly for the first time, and you're considering yourself from a much higher perspective than you once did, and that you're doing this work to understand how the universe works and why you've come into this physical reality and what you're here to do and what your intentions are to do and letting go of man-made beliefs and man-made preferences and all the things you think you want, aligning with what you truly want, which is to understand who you are, express your love, live in true freedom and abundance, and expand in joy. That's your primary intention. Those are the things you truly want. As you live this approach to life, not listening to the advice of others who are still living in fear, not worrying about what those living in fear think, not behaving in ways that are standard in that society, but behaving in new ways by acting on the inspiration that you're receiving when you are in alignment, this life is going to unfold in ways you can't imagine. Unfold in ways you cannot imagine. And to serve you in all of this, wouldn't it make sense that these non-physical abilities, these intuitive abilities come online when you are ready, when you are moving out of fear? Because in fear, there'd be no benefit. They would just be distractions. You wouldn't want them in fear. Once you move out of this fear, once you see yourself as the creator of your reality and really behave that way, then these abilities are natural and they come right online to serve your expansion and to serve the good of all that is. This is a fun and exciting journey. It's nothing other than that. This is an illusion that you're living in. When you rise above that illusion, you, you take your blindfolds off. You see what's actually happening. And all the people with blindfolds on, you no longer listen to them because you can see that they don't see what you see. How could they possibly approach life any other way than a victim? They cannot see, they have no examples. They aren't inspired or haven't acted enough inspiration to come to these teachings or other teachings that will open their mental construct. But you have, you see, you have done all the work to get here. Why? Because you are ready in this life with those intentions and all the previous lives that you've ever lived led up to this life right now, where you can start to see things from a brand new perspective and understand who you truly are with all the natural talents and attributes that you knew you had coming in. So don't be surprised when these things start happening. Don't be surprised when you start seeing numbers lining up. Don't be surprised when you get the same thought at the same time as someone else. Don't be surprised when you can feel the energy of the room. Don't be surprised when synchronicities happen. Don't be surprised when you meet people and you could swear that you have known them your whole life, that you have this unbelievable, undeniable connection and love. Don't be surprised that you start falling in love with people that you never did before. Don't be surprised if you start letting people in and becoming more vulnerable and tearing down these barriers that you've put up for yourself. Don't be surprised when you start feeling really good because this is where all of you are going. You're all doing an amazing job. You'll never understand 
how well you're doing. You all have a bit of doubt. You'll have a bit of back of your mind. This can't be true. I, I'm not special. I'm not the one leading all this. I, I'm kidding. How am I here in this group? You'll all have that. That's just residual limiting beliefs left over from the old approach of victimhood. You're approaching life for the first time as the creator of your reality, thinking in a new way. And this is radically elevating your vibration. So don't be surprised when all these wonderful things start to happen. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. My ability to channel came when I started meditating. And the meditation phase, which took about two weeks or three weeks or so, uh, opened me up to a new level where I started to receive Joshua. And then after about four months or so, starting on November 15th, 2013, when they said, get up and go write, 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 I could channel in writing. And then Jules Johnson, who's the CEO of the Law of Attraction Radio Network, um, had a cruise and I was on that cruise uh, as a speaker and she hypnotized me and Joshua came through, through me in speaking. So this was a natural ability of mine, uh, but there are all kinds of natural abilities that we all have that come through as we reach higher vibrations. And so we're seeing people who are channeling and receiving direct communication, remembering past lives, having telepathic abilities and empathic abilities. It's really amazing that these natural, non-physical senses start to come online as soon as you raise your vibration. And of course, the best way to get started in this is to meditate. So there's free meditations available at theteachingsofjoshua.com. And the Ascension Experience course shows you how to radically alter your belief system. And this enables you to raise your vibration because when you start to reduce the intensity of limiting beliefs, you naturally elevate your perception of yourself, which is your vibration, and then all these abilities come online, which are natural. So if you'd like to get started, take a look at theteachingsofjoshua.com, click on the Ascension Experience, and the first course is alignment. We're starting a new group with people all over the world. It doesn't matter where you are, and you can join that class. It's $297. We have a coupon code 50 off, which will give you $50 off, and I um, hope you'll push past your fear and uh, take a look at at least the alignment course there and all the other courses that we have in the Ascension Experience. And if you'd like to talk to me about any of the courses, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and we'll have a Zoom call. I'll tell you all about it. So until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.